Well, good evening, everybody. This is the Love Your Neighbor podcast for August 5th, 2021. I'm your host, the Episcopalian guy. Still solo dolo. Thought Mario would be back up and running today, but probably probably a couple more days. Maybe maybe till next week. We'll see. Um, but he's, he's on the mend. All right. So... Psalms, let me read this. Second <laughs> Samuel 11:4. So David sent messengers to get her. This reading from Second Samuel tells how King David shrinks his military duties, uses his messenger to summon a married woman to his chamber, and murders her husband in a way that also kills other faithful servants. As we continue reading in the coming days, David is confronted by the prophet Nathan and repents of his sins. God still loves David and forgives him. Nevertheless, as the consequences of David's actions unfold, they rain suffering on David, his family, and his people. The aftereffects are tragic and real. David is not the only sinner that God loves and has forgiven. I am a forgiven sinner. Also with everyone else in our churches, our call is to reach out to the other sinners and help them find God's love and forgiveness. Such a call can help such a call, I'm sorry, such a call can put us in the middle of the, of the messy, painful consequences of mistakes. Helping someone through such difficulties is an act of Christian love. We, we might rather be in a church with nice people who make life easier for us, but Jesus comes to call sinners. Today we pray for the Diocese of Vernacle in India. And moving forward, do you need to confess your sins? Consider the reconciliation of a penance. The Sacrament of Confession, found on page 447 of the Book of Common Prayer. All right. Now we're going to Psalms. Do, 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 do. Psalms 83. All right. Psalms 83 is Prayer for Judgment of Israel's Foes, a song, a psalm of Asaph. Verse 1, O God, do not keep silence, do not hold your peace or be still, O God. Even now your enemies are in tumult. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against those who you protect. They say, Come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. They conspire with one accord. Against you they make a covenant. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gibal and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Assyria also has joined them. They are the strong arm of the children of Lot, Salah. Do to them as you did to Midian, as the Sisera and Jabin and the Wadi Kishon. Who were destroyed at Endor, who became dung for the for the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, and their princes like Zabah and Zomunna. Who said, let us take pasture of God for our possessions. Oh my God, make them like whirling dust, like chaff before the wind. As fire consumes the forest, as the flame sets the mountains ablaze. So pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your with your hurricane. Fill their faces with shame, so that they may seek your name, O Lord. 
Let them be put to shame and dismay forever. Let them perish in disgrace. Let them know that you alone, whose name is the Lord, are the most high above all the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, now we're going to Psalms 144. I'm sorry, 145. The greatness and the goodness of God. Praise of David. Verse 1. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall laud your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty, and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed, and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. All your work shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithfulness faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who are failing and falling. They raise up all who are bowed down, the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season you open your hand satisfying the desire of every living thing the lord is just in all his ways the king of in all his doings the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth he fulfills the desire of all who fear him he also hears their cry and saves them the lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all the flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Now we're going back to 85. Back to 85. 85 is titled, Prayer for Restoration of God's Favor to the Leader of the Karahites, a Psalm. Verse 1. Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You pardoned all their sin, Salah. You withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. Restore us again, O God of your salvation, and put away your indignation towards us. You will be angry. At, will you be angry at us forever? With us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again? so that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his faithful, to those who turn to him in their hearts. Surely his salvation is at hand for those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other. Faithfulness will spring up from the ground, and righteousness will look down from the sky. 
The Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him, and will make a path for his steps. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now we're going right to 86. Supplications for help against enemies, a prayer of David. Verse 1. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord. For to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble I call on you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nation you will have made shall come and bow down before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great, do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me your undivided heart to revere your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love towards me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, the insolent rise up against me. A band of ruffians seek my life. And do not set you before them, but you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the child of your serving girl. Show me a sign of your favor so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame. Because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Second Samuel we're going to. Second Samuel 11, 1 through 7. I'm sorry, 1 through 27. 11. 1 through 27. This is titled, David Commits Adultery with Bathsheba. Verse 1. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel with him. They ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David rose from his couch and was walking about on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof of a woman from the roof a woman bathing the woman was very beautiful david said someone to inquire about the woman it was reported this is bathsheba daughter of elam the wife of uriah the hittite so david sent messengers to get her and she came to him and laid with her now she was purifying herself after her period then she returned to her house the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Job sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Job and the people fared, and how the war was going. And David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. 
But Uriah slept at the entrance of the king's house with all the servants of the Lord, of his Lord, and did not go down to his house. When they told David Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, You have just come from a journey. Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah remain in boots. And my lord Job and the servant of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here today also, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day. On the next day, David invited him to eat and drink in the presence and made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on, on his couch with the servants of the Lord, but he did not go down to his house. And then this is titled, David Has Uriah Killed. In the morning David wrote a letter to Job, and I sent it to the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him, so that he may be struck down and die. As Job was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant warriors. The men of the city came out and fought with Job. The same of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah, the Hittite, was killed as well. Then Job sent and told David all the news about the fighting, and he instructed the messenger, When you have finished telling the king all the news about the fighting, then, if the king's anger arises, and if he says to you, Why did you go so near to the city to fight? Did you not know that that they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, son of Jerubal? Did not a woman throw an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near to the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead too. So the messenger went and came and told David all that Job has sent him to tell. The messenger said to David, The men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field. But we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at your servant from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. David said to the messenger, Thus you shall say to Job, Do not let the matter trouble you, for the sword devours now one and now another. Press your attack on the city and overthrow it and encourage him. When a wife of Uriah heard that her husband was dead, she made lamentations for him. When the morning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wow. Wow. It's a story. All right. Now we're going to Acts. Bear with me. Acts 19. Eleven through twenty. This is titled "The Son of Sizeva 
God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that were the hand handkerchiefs of or aprons that had touched his skin were brought to the sick. Their disease left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Then some internet Jews, exorcists, tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sezeba were doing this. But the evil spirit said to them in reply, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man with the evil spirit leaped on them, mastered them all, and so overpowering them that they, they fled out of the house naked and wounded. When, he became, when this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, everyone was awestruck, and the name of the Lord Jesus was praised. Also many of those who became believers confu- confessed and disclosed their practices. A number of those who practiced magic collected their books and burned them publicly. When the value of these books were ca- was calculated, it was found to come to 50,000 silver coins. So the word of the Lord grew mighty and prevailed. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sorry for all the cars in the background. This is the Gospel of Mark. 9, 2 through 13. Gospel of Mark. Lord to you, Lord Christ. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Titled The Transfiguration. Six days later, Jesus took him... Peter and James and John, with him Peter, James, and John, and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to be here? Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. For there were, they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud there was, came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore but only Jesus. And this is titled The Coming of Elijah. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man has risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead could mean. Then they asked him, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said to them, Elijah is indeed coming first to restore all things. How then is it written about the Son of Man, that he is to go through many sufferings and be treated with contempt? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did to him whatever they please. And it is written about him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. I think I accidentally read that yesterday. I apologize the last. Opposed to Mark 8, 34, 9 through 1. Sorry about that. Anyways, let us pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Father God, thank you for another podcast of Thursday. To spread your word. We pray, continuously pray for Mario as he is still recovering. He is on the mend. Keep your mighty hands. 
to heal him, Lord. Pray for him and his family. Pray for me and my family, my wife, Rebecca. Pray for everybody in the Love, Lead with Love Bible study group, all their needs, all their intentions. Pray for everybody in the Milwaukee Bible study group that I visited the other night. They're very nice nice and welcoming bunch of uh, believers that welcome me on the on their group so I pray for them as well and all their needs hopefully one day you get to meet them um, we pray for this country Lord pray for the president Joseph Biden pray for the vice president Kamala Harris and all lawmakers pray for the unity of the church and freedom of all religion pray for the people of Cuba that are still looking for freedom. Pray for everybody that's been affected by COVID, still affected by COVID, and the people that we have lost. And we say this all in your mighty name as we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Thanks again for another podcast. Keep Mario in your prayers. You want to be a part of the podcast. You want to be a part of the actual study. You want to be a part of the uh, our uh, other um, podcasts as well. The Chronicles that we interview traditionals podcasts. Please let me know as well. Get a hold of me, Episcopalian guy, on all social media sites. And until then, we will see you on the flip side.